Hello, everyone. Talk of the Town is up and running in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano, and this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Here we are, middle of December. Oh, we're, we're just a week and a half away from Christmas, and hope everyone's getting belly deep into the holiday season, that your, your, your bellies are full of candy canes and gingerbread cookies, and, and you're soaking it all up with a little bit of eggnog. Hopefully you're enjoying yourself and taking part in the holiday festivities. You know, one thing that I still have to do is, and I think I said this last week, I've been so busy in the last two weeks with ball games I'm calling and kids' activities that I haven't been able to just go see lights. Like, Irvine Park is not going to happen this year. But I, I want to get downtown in the evening time so I can see the just the, the downtown Eau Claire lit up. One of those sneaky things. Even if you just drive through downtown Eau Claire, you get the holiday uh, feel. So I want to make sure I take advantage of that. It, it, it seems like that's one of the things that's gone by the wayside with uh, the demise of mall traffic, because you always used to have to go to the mall to do your, your holiday shopping, and in a generation before that, you'd go downtown, and now you've got online, of course, but uh, there'd be you'd go to the mall, you'd see all the stuff, and there'd be the mall Santa, and you, you'd hear the music, and, and, and now there's not the, the urgency to go to the mall, and you don't have an urgency to go downtown unless you have uh, meetings or anything like that. Uh, but I digress. Uh, by the way, at the time of this recording, and I know a lot of you tune in live, number of you tune in the day after we do the podcast, and even more tune in you know, e- e- days later. But that's one of the beautiful things about what we're going to talk about right now, and that is the messy weather system that's coming through. And it's been it's been somewhat hilarious to hear the national folks talk about this. They're trying to make it a huge story, this big weather system that is impacting us and it's impacting other areas. I don't think any of us are really feeling that, though. I mean, it's going to be an inconvenience. We'll talk about that in a moment. But this isn't like a hurricane. Uh, it's, it's a slow news week uh, nationally. But we do have that messy winter storm system. And be prepared for anything. At the time of me talking about this, nothing's come down in Eau Claire yet. We're supposed to start getting stuff in the next two hours. But be prepared for anything, including it you know, from, from an all-rain event. It could be all-rain where we are to significant icing, to much more snow than they are thinking. All of that because the temperatures are on the edge. It's like a toddler who's a little cranky, and you take them to the mall, and that toddler that's a little overtired may or may not throw a temper tantrum in the middle of the food court. It could go either way. And that's what we're sitting at right now. It could go either way. 
This is not a simple storm system where we were expecting lots of snow or anything like that. Those temperatures are on the edge. Could be icing, could not be icing. Uh, say a little prayer for the superintendents, the school superintendents, who will have to make a tough call tomorrow because I, I guarantee you this is not going to be, you're not going to look out tomorrow morning and see there's five inches of snow on the ground. It's going to be a lot of slushiness, and you've got to make a tough call. And I was joking with Heidi Eliopoulos, superintendent of schools uh, with Altoona, and uh, she was joking about uh, that it's a, it's, a, it's a tough call. It's going to be a tough call for, uh, for Altoona and for a lot of these schools in the next uh, couple of days. <laughs> and she was telling me about how it's 4 or 5 in the morning and she'll be there, arms folded, whatever, whatever call she makes. And sure enough, it ends up being the wrong call. You know? <laughs> uh, but say a little prayer for the superintendents. We'll have to make a call uh, tomorrow. Speaking of Altoona. And speaking of Eau Claire, we'll start off with this potential fire department merger, a merger between uh, the Eau Claire Fire Department and the Altoona Fire Department. Now, they're in preliminary discussions. It's not imminent to happen in the next few weeks, month, the next year, but they're having preliminary discussions, a way to mitigate rising costs. Now, this has been brought up occasionally for the last 20 years. The merging of these fire departments, the merging of some other entities in the area. And we've seen it happen in some cases. But again, while nothing is imminent, there have been multiple conversations within the last year. So this is not just somebody floating this idea out there to see what the public thinks. They've already broken bread over this a few times this year. Overall, when you see talk of merging and the and the the big word where I'm from when they've done this in the last 20, 30 years is consolidation. Overall, consolidation makes a lot of sense. Fire departments, police departments, other services to make them much more regional. And they make sense in terms of lowering costs while you're still maintaining a level of performance. It just makes an awful lot of awful lot of sense. You, you think of it you think of it this way in say uh in, say, a house, all right, in, say, a house, does every single room in a house need the television? No, not every single room in a house needs a television. It's kind of nice if every single room, bathrooms included, have a television, but it's not necessary, and it's not worth it to do that. So you pick, hey, what rooms are going to have the television, and you still are able to maximize everybody getting to use the television. Or if you're at a kindergarten, if you've got 15 kids, do you get 15 Barbies? No. 
you spread it out over a course of a, of a few Barbies. So same thing with consolidation. Or I'll put it this way, too. You want to talk about schools. If you're at an elementary school and you've got all these classes, do you have a physical education teacher for every single class? No, you've got one physical education teacher or maybe two for the whole school. Consolidation is, is like that. You're bringing things together. So does Eau Claire, Altoona, Lake Halley need their own fire departments and police departments? Halley's got their own police. Do they need that? You know, how far do you stretch this out? Do they really need their own? And it makes a lot of sense financially to just combine together. That being said, a community does lose a bit of its identity when you do consolidate because the smaller entity typically is erased from the name. Look at it this way with all these schools. We've heard this over the years. I'll use a great local example with a school district, Durand, Arkansas. The Durand, Arkansas School District. Arkansas, for many years, had its own school, of course. But it's been decades since Arkansas as a school was independent. It's been Durand, Arkansas, merging together for a very long time. But how many people don't mention Arkansas in the name? It's Durand. Only recently in the last few years have they really been trying to make a push to keep saying Arkansas with the name. But in reality, it's Durand. People think of it as Durand. So Arkansas does lose its identity. And we've seen the same thing when post offices have closed around the area and the state. Areas lose their little post office. So when you do consolidate and you bring fire departments together, communities do lose a bit of their identity. And in the case of Altoona in particular, Altoona, Altoona, Altoonians, if you will, firmly, I've learned this in, 20, in, in 15 years in this area, in 15 years, they firmly do not want to be seen as a suburb of Eau Claire. Despise it, like Dracula avoiding the sun. They despise it. It kills them if that is broached. So there is the financial discussion that has to be had, and a lot makes sense on paper. Cost, services, most often remain the same. If not, you've got stronger buying power as you consolidate into one. But at the same time, in the case of, say, Altoona, losing the Altoona Fire Department, because this would be the Eau Claire Fire Department, you know, absorbing the Altoona Fire Department as much as it would be a consolidation. And even if you called it the Eau Claire Altoona Fire Department, it, people would think of it as Eau Claire. And even if you tried to get sneaky and call it the Altoona Eau Claire Fire Department, it would still be referred to as Eau Claire. Losing the Altoona Fire Department on the side of those fire trucks is a morale blow to many. And what price do you put on that? That is a, that is a very keen discussion to have. And we've talked about it on this program for years. Sometimes things aren't going to make financial sense and you still go along with them. 
the pool in Chippewa Falls, buying other toys in an area, something similar to this. You have to have you have to have big boy, big girl conversations. Are you willing to pay a little extra in order to keep your identity? Those are going to be some key things to have there. Uh, let me tell you right now, I really do not want to keep talking about the Eau Claire area school district. I really, really don't. But they make it so hard to avoid talking about them. Think about this. A lot of the things that, that, that the Eau Claire School District has are issues other areas have, but they don't bungle the decisions, one. And two, most of what goes on at the Eau Claire Area School District is good. Teachers every single day are educating students. Students are having a good time. My kids are having a good time. I've come across nothing but great teachers and educators and even administrators at the, the, the actual school level. But boy, oh boy, you, you can't go more than a couple weeks or a month without having to talk about the Eau Claire Area School District. And we got to talk about them again. And to their own credit and to their own defense, not necessarily credit, to their own defense, they're, brought, they're, they're pulled into this discussion because somebody else is being an idiot too. But, the school, but it, it, it's a reminder that the school district has opened up the proverbial can of worms. They, they opened up the door to the encyclopedia salesperson. The foot got put in there, and now that person's wiggled their way into the living room and wants to sit down on the sofa and is not going to be happy until you buy the complete volume of, Enci- uh, of Encyclopedia Britannica's. You crack the door open, you let them get their foot in, now they're sitting on your sofa, and they're not going to leave until you... Agreed to buy the whole thing. What am I talking about? Well, the fallout continues from the school board's decision to maintain the status quo with the Hmong language offering and the Japanese language offering. We talked about those the last couple of weeks. The school district, after it was proposed that there were going to be significant changes by Michael Johnson, the superintendent, People went and complained to the school board, and within a week, all of a sudden, nope, no changes, no changes. However, despite that news that all of the advocates wanted, there's no compromise or anything, You're, everything's staying status quo, a coalition of organizations, uh, a black, uh, the Black Brown Women's Alliance, uh, the Eau Claire uh, Hmong Association, uh, the Social Exchange Project. They're demanding an investigation. So these, these groups that got their way are now pounding the fist on the table because they want a full investigation. They feel traumatized by this. It was such an asinine decision to begin with that they want an investigation, which is, is, is their passive-aggressive way of saying they want a pound of flesh. They want Michael Johnson, the superintendent, fired, is what they want. That's what they want, but they don't have the, the gall to just flat-out say that. They want an investigation to prevent this from happening. This whole thing just brought up 
uh, you know, bad traumatizing feelings that we had to go and, and, and voice our arguments. And yes, we, we may have gone our way, but we never should have had to in the first place. First off on this whole thing, I go back to something I said a couple weeks ago. I'm very concerned at how quickly the school board folded on this as though they were a paper airplane made out of napkins. A decision that no doubt was weeks, if not months, in the making for Michael Johnson, who is hired to do this, was overturned, and the school board can say they didn't... School board put pressure on Michael Johnson to reverse his decision. A decision months in the making was overturned in less than a week. And we don't know really what it went into making the decision to begin with, but also why was it overturned so quickly? You, you acquiesced so quickly. And what is the fallout from reversing the decision? Because you made, the de- you made the decision to cut for a reason. They didn't, w- they didn't wait to have a discussion, the school board. There wasn't any long discussion. People whined. And you went, yep, you're right. It's like tonight. My, my wife is making chimichangas for dinner. She's thought about it for a couple of days. She's going to make chimichangas. Let's say the kids pound their fists on the table today and say, I want spaghetti. Okay, we'll have spaghetti instead. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm all excited about chimichangas. Are we going to have a discussion at all? So I'm still irritated by how quickly the decision was made. The decision itself to keep the languages is not a bad one. But I want to know what went into making the initial decision, but more importantly, why it was overturned so quickly. And I have this to say, too. And I'm going to go down this road. There's a lot of people that tune into this program that, by their own admission, lean significantly to the right. And I irritated a lot of those people several months ago because, well, let's go back several months ago with decisions the school board was making concerning the, 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 the whole language thing in the training manual about Parents have to earn the right to f- know if their kid is is having uh, is, 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 is wants to be identified by a different gender. That a teacher does not have to tell the parent. That you have that whole argument. You had obviously lots of arguments about mask wearing and other things. And when those decisions came down from the school board. People who tend to lean to the right would go to the school board and complain. And what would the school board do? Typically get defensive, and usually the status quo would remain. They would not, they would, you know, they made their call and they're not going to back off on it. And I would defend the school board on that and the school. But this is a bad look for the school board because you had, let's be honest, a little bit more of a liberal lean come to you and complain, and you immediately folded. 
That's a bad look. That's one you can't get, you can't shake from. It, 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 that's a bad look for you. It's not that you made the change. It's how quickly you made the change. And don't BS a BSer. You guys went to Michael Johnson, turned the screws on him, and made him say, you know, made him send out a press release saying, it's all been changed. You know, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna follow through with my initial decision. But when people have complained about that language in the training manual, you've almost been distant. You have been condescending to the people that have been irritated by it. And you've caused more of a wedge to be driven in, if anything. I'm not saying that you know, some of these people that are complaining to school boards all the time aren't necessarily in the right either. But you've done nothing but drive a big wedge in there if you're the school board. And now this is what you get for it. Because now you had this, uh, these groups come forward and not want to change. They wanted to keep the languages the same, which is fine. If you're going to remove anything, anything, if there's a class that one kid goes to and you're going to drop it, you're going to have people come and complain that you shouldn't drop it. That's going to happen. There's nothing wrong with people being upset that you were going to drop something and they went and they voiced reasons why you should keep it. And if you want to take a few weeks to really think this through and we as a public would hear from Michael Johnson really why, what would be the benefit to removing these and maybe, hey, we found a way, that's fine. But you went so quickly it opens questions, and this is what you get for it. This group that you acquiesce to so quickly, this group that you gave into so quickly, is not satisfied at all. They want a full investigation because they're a group of activists, and activists are never happy. They, that is, this is their business. This is their business. This is how they raise funds. This is how they find a, a vision of self-worth, sometimes financially, sometimes just a meaning of life. If they get their way, they're immediately looking five more yards ahead. If they cross the goal line and they're in the end zone, they immediately turn around and they start marching another hundred yards. And it's not about, hey, there's always ways to improve or anything like that. No, a lot of times they're trying to pick a fight. And in this case, they're trying to pick a fight. You got your way. You got your way in a very, in, 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 you know, as I said, there was no fight. There was no fight at all. You got your way, and now you want an investigation? You got your way. The system, the system worked. Superintendent made a proposal, and you're, you're, you're assuming the worst out of the guy. Okay, but he, and that's why I say I kind of want to know why the decision was made, but clearly it was a financial decision. 
months in the making, makes a decision. You go complain to the school board. School board goes and turns the screws in the superintendent, and he reverses the decision. You got your way. No, no, no. I want an investigation. I want to keep my name out there. I, we want you know, blah, 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 blah. So the whole thing's a damn mess. And by the way, credit to the Leader Telegram. Great, letter, great editorial in the Leader Telegram a couple of days ago in which they pretty much pointed a finger back at all these groups that want this change. That, that want not this change, but want the investigation. Like, told them to go shut the hell up, which I like. Is group one. But because it, they won, the thing is over, and they lose their purpose, so they have to find something else. Again, hopefully we're not constantly talking about the Eau Claire School Board. I will mention this. The Altoona School Board is considering a referendum in a few months. They're going to start talking about that this week. Uh, the referendum that they are considering in Altoona would renovate existing buildings to help accommodate the 11% enrollment growth they've seen in the last six years. And part of the referendum would include $17 million to renovate the auditorium, the theatrical auditorium at the high school. I'm all worked up over that uh, school board thing. My whole thing is it's the mechanics of the decisions. It's the mechanics of the decisions. I can defend almost any decision the school board's made. And I'm willing to go along with almost any decision the school board has made on any side. But the mechanics now are becoming pretty darn clear. Pretty darn clear, and it's sad. And I owe, I owe an apology to a lot of people that would send us emails and all that about how crooked the school board is and all that sort of thing and I'd go come on settle down man how quickly they made this this flip-flop on you know to acquiesce to a more let's be honest more liberal side is very very alarming it comes down to this though I uh, when it comes down to people that are that are running a lot of these organizations, you see it a, a decent amount in in city politics. You see it a lot. You see it a lot in school boards. These people aren't business leaders. They're not business people. They're not marketers. They're not sell, sell, sellers. They're usually they're 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 not people that have been really a leader an awful lot. Go through their bios. They're not really leaders. And the problem with that is then they don't really know how to navigate through a decision like this. You got to give a decision like this a little bit of time. All right. Set the narrative, all that. All right. Uh, we'll get to a couple of these things in the, the next couple of days here. Uh, they, they've, they've released uh, information on those apartments that they want to build at the uh, old Shopco. 
the 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 apartments aren't going to be fifty bucks. Okay, they're going to be moderately priced. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, it plays right. It looks like it's going to be a very nice building though, in a nice area. Um, if you want affordable housing, folks, you're not you know affordable housing is going to be. You know, you're you're not going to build it really nice. And when we say affordable housing, you know, you look at the prices of this shop go. Actually, it's pretty affordable for a lot of people. What you're what what people do, they don't want to say aff- affordability. They don't want to call it budget. It's kind of rude anyway. But when people mention affordability, you know, you got to understand what things are too, folks. I I was paying for a studio apartment in Fargo, North Dakota. 750 bucks 15 years ago 15 16 years ago costs go up you're not gonna be able to spend you're not gonna get a spot for five six seven hundred dollars that you probably want well then how are we gonna afford it and all that and it, it's a whole cycle and it's it's not an easy fix it goes back to something else we'd said a few weeks ago people hate developers that is hate, you know, where people are naturally inclined to, to hate developers and hate landlords because of all of this. All right, back with you on Thursday, another edition of Talk of the Town. Then be safe if we do get uh, this storm. Who knows what it will be in the next couple of days? As I said, the, the temperature fluctuating, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. On behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Montesano saying there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody.